0: Trials and the tribulations of the PGA Tour regular season is over. Welcome into a very special FedEx Cup playoff edition of The Early Edge. It's hard to believe, but we've arrived at the three week race to the FedEx Cup and more importantly, to $15 million. So let's bring in the star of the show. You know him. He is the award winning host of the First Cup podcast right here at CBS and Sportsline, Rick. G what's
1: up, man, coach. It's the playoffs. Good to be back. This is the sprint to the finish line. Lots of money, lots of great players. This, this is just, I'm, I'm stoked about it.
0: I am too. I am too. (laughs) Now for those people who don't know at home, so we have news people watching us every single week? uh, The rotation for the first round of the playoffs goes from TPC, Boston to Liberty national this year it's Liberty national. So educate our people at home on what this course this event and the
1: players are all about yeah absolutely so this course liberty national as coach mentioned has have, has haven't played it since 2019 patrick reed won that year it is just outside of new york city it's technically in jersey but you can see the statue of liberty it looks like it's on the course uh tons of great views that's right and it really does require you to be in complete control of your game i don't think this is going to be a birdie fest. i think it's going to kind of be one of those 12 to 15 under par mm-hmm. victories and the big storyline out. of this field coach is how strong it is literally this is the strongest non-major non-players championship field ever since they wow. started calculating strength of field, it's stronger than this year's masters. It is just absolutely jam packed with players. And because it is the playoffs, because it is based on your FedEx cup standings coach, basically all of these guys are playing well. Cause you kind of have to, to make sure you get yourself into the playoffs. So we are, we are trending towards just a, a, an epic one this week.
0: Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a amazing. And I encourage people to go over and watch the first cut mega preview. Cause we discuss on that show, Exactly why Louis Oosthuizen decided not to play this week. So it's only 124 players instead of 125. So here's what we do on this show. We take two head-to-head matchups, two props, and two winning tickets. So, Mr. Rick Rungood on social media, what are the two head-to-head matchups that you like this week?
1: Absolutely. Let me start with Daniel Berger over Patrick Cantlay. Daniel Berger is arguably one of the most well-rounded golfers that we have on the PGA tour. Maybe him and Harris English where they don't have one single flaw in their game and they don't have one thing that is their weapon or their strength. And usually when I can get a high floor in a head to head matchup, that is something that I like investing in. So Daniel Berger minus one Oh five over Patrick Cantlay, who's the bigger favorite in that matchup. And then Adam Scott who had a close call last week, had a four foot 11, a four foot 11 inch putt to win the Wyndham championship on the first playoff hole, missed it, but uh, he is still trending towards the finish line coach. So I have him over Patrick Reed, who won this event in 2019 and is getting a little bit of a boost as kind of our defending champion, yep. quote, end quote. And Adam Scott has just been uh, putting beautifully, uh, which is something that he he normally does not. If he can marry that with the ball striking that we saw last week, I think he's going to contend quite a bit.
0: And I love the fact that he already said, I believe it was after Saturday's round uh, that he's already in playoff mode. He's already in a playoff mindset. He had to be, had he to be. Drop out because uh, he came in 121. Now he's up uh, in the eighties, by the way, you and I did the first cut on Saturday. We talked about live betting, Kevin Kisner, Kevin, not I followed our discussion and I cashed a nice little plus 1700 ticket on Kevin Kisner, winning the Wyndham championship. It pays to watch our shows. Yes. Now, Give me two props, Mr. Rick G that you look like and look at and say, you know
1: what? I can see that happening. What do you got? Yeah, let's go. A couple of top 10s here. I'll start with Webb Simpson. He really, the T7 last week at the Wyndham Championship, it looks a lot worse on paper than it actually was. He finished one stroke out of the playoff, finished T7. It's amazing because we had six guys tied. And not only do I like the result, but I like the way he did it. He led the field in strokes gained approach. He led the field in strokes gained ball striking. That's an unofficial stat on the PGA Tour, but it basically just says off the tee plus approach. Who's the best? It was Webb Simpson last week. This is his third event in a row that is usually the time where the first event you kind of knock the rust off you start to get back into form the second you kind of start pacing and trending in the right direction and the third is where you reach your finish line before you get too tired so Webb Simpson to finish inside the top 10 at plus 350 and then Ian Poulter top 10 7-1. to It's a Ryder Cup year. I know that is overused, but he really is trending towards that event. He's playing beautifully right now. He's piling up uh, weekends, finding the weekend, making the cut, finished 10th at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. That was the last time we saw him, and the last time he played Liberty National Coach, T10. So I'm thinking that Ian Poulter is trending on a course that has suited him well in the past. He's ready to rock and roll and prepare himself for the Ryder Cup.
0: I do feel the need right now to point out, because you just made a very nice point about it. A lot of people like to go back and look at last year's leaderboard and where guys finished. Make sure you're looking at 2019 (laughs) and not 2020, because then you'll come back to us on Friday and go, Coach, but you said TPC Boston last year. It's a different course. They played here two years ago. Very, very important. Very important. Very. All right. Now we talk about sprinkling. Talk about just put a little sprinkle. It's always nice. The rare time that you can find a needle in the haystack and pick out a winner out of 124 guys, but I believe
1: you can do it. How about this? how about I treat this a little bit like a WGC event, which is generally kind of top heavy. Usually the guys near the top, uh, the the cream rises and one of those guys wins with this being one of the strongest fields ever. Both of mine are sub 30 to one odds. The first one, Rory McIlroy, anytime you put a two next to his name in terms of odds, I'm interested. He's 22 to one. And then I look at what he has done recently. The thing that has really uh, bothered Rory since the restart last summer has been the iron play and the wedge play. It is the, it is the aspect of his game that he has been very pedestrian at, of course, by his own lofty standards, not anymore. His last six events, he has been dialed in to the point of we've only seen this version of Roy McElroy two other times in terms of strokes gained approach in the last decade or so. And each other of those instances resulted in multiple wins, a ton of top five finishes. That's the version of, of Roy McElroy that we're seeing right now. I'm super excited about him. And then Bryson D. Shambo, uh, he's 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 gonna have to deal with that New York chatter. He's gonna have to deal with uh, the fans saying a couple of things he's probably not all that interested in. But at twenty-eight to one, I see a golfer who has been uh, dominant off the tee for the entirety of the last couple of years. He's starting to figure out those wedges in a similar fashion to Rory McIlroy, and he's back to rolling the rock on the greens. Well, his splits across the different putting surfaces are pretty skewed, and bent grass, which is what they have this week at Liberty National, is generally his best surface. So, Rory McIlroy at twenty-two. Bryson DeChambeau 28 to one Uh, they're short and I could not uh, I could not pass them up
0: Uh, I I can't believe the numbers we are getting from some of these guys like these two and it absolutely helps that Bryson melts it down on the final nine holes in Memphis on a course where everybody said oh it's not made for him he can't play well here and he did same can be said for Liberty National and I think he will too I think he's going to play very very well uh, this week Also, one final nugget for anybody that wants to place a futures bet. Only one time ever has the winner of the FedEx Cup come from outside of the top 40. Only twice has the winner of the FedEx Cup come from outside of the top 20. Okay? So be very, very careful if you're placing a futures bet. Keep that in mind. Just a little nugget. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap, and it looks glorious. Two head-to-heads. Burger over Cantlay Scott over Reed. Love, uh, love one of the, <laughs> no, no, no. I think we need a sports line showdown bet right here, right now. And what that means is, in our world of sports line, if one person challenges the other, it's a $100 bet. I want Cantlay over burger. Are you going to take it?
1: Book it, coach. You got it.
0: <laughs> he said, it. He said, Book it. So let's go. All right. Sportsline showdown bet right there. Then a couple of props. We like Webb Simpson, top 10, Ian Poulter, top 10. Also love that plus 700 number. Then little sprinkle to win. Rory, plus 2,200. And then Bryson, plus 2,800. Boy, I am. I was pumped before, but I'm really pumped now. Don't forget, check out the first cup mega preview for all of the previews and discussions. Longer version of the northern trust first leg of the fedex cup playoffs you've got your marching orders let's take four of these six tickets straight to the pay window we love doing this and so we do it all for you for rick g for the jeweler our ep who puts it all together here at the brand i am the coach it doesn't matter the sport it doesn't matter the day we do it every single day we call it the early edge good luck